You know Blockbuster, right? The DVD rental store. Well, in the early 2000s, Blockbuster was given the chance to buy out this small upcoming company that specialized in mailing out DVDs and even downloading films. This was much different to Blockbuster, who operated from in-store, and customers would have to come in to rent their movies and then come back when they wanted to return them, or they would suffer a late fee. Blockbuster was comfortable in their ways and confident that nobody would ever go to digital movie watching, and so they passed out on buying the small company for what was essentially pocket change. The upcoming company was called Netflix, and a few years later, Blockbuster went bankrupt. But this isn't a story about Blockbuster, it's a story about athletes. Athletes who, like Blockbuster, become entrenched in their ways, who do not fully understand their situation, and who end up in a ditch, despite it being glaringly obvious to those on the outside. Master student Penny McKinhussey is doing her research on how to prevent athletes from going from Blockbuster to Blockbusted. Penny used to be a competitive trail runner. She competed in the European mountain circuits in the Swiss and French Alps. But while training so rigorously, various physiological side effects started to become apparent in Penny's life. I didn't really know too much about what I was eating um, or how much I should be eating. And I actually lost my menstrual cycle for a good 15 years and it's had some real long-term impacts on me. Um, I had a coach at the time and I remember speaking to him and saying, I don't have my, I don't have my period. Is that something I should worry about? And he went, no, 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 that just means you're training hard enough. That's cool. That's okay. Um, don't need to worry about it. And it wasn't only, it was only once I sort of retired from the, the, um, the racing scene and wanted to move on with other aspects of my life that I realized the impact that it actually have. In the midst of hardcore endurance training and competing, Penny was blockbuster entrenched in an ecosystem that was working and getting results. She noticed some problems, like the loss of her menstrual cycle, but her coach said it was okay. It meant she was training hard enough. Penny now knows that what she was going through was something called relative energy deficiency in sport, also known as RED-S. Um, so relative energy deficiency in sport is basically where the body is chronically underfueled. So an athlete um, or an individual that doesn't necessarily have to be athletes, it can just be sort of your, your general recreational gym goer, will um, expend more energy through their exercise than they're actually eating. And so what happens then is the body will always will always prioritize what's in front of it first. So that's its exercise. That's its kind of like survival mechanism. And in order to do that, if it's not getting enough fuel for it to do it um, behind the scenes, keeping us going, it starts to downregulate things, um, certain functions of the body. And um, the predominant ones in females is the menstrual cycle. So their periods are getting um, less frequent. Sometimes they'll just disappear completely. One of the big things that happens with that is our estrogen gets downregulated, which has a big impact on our bone mineral density. And so we start to see um, stress fractures, that kind of thing happening. Some of the athletes will, or exercisers will say, you know, they've got gut issues, they're, they're intolerant to this, they've got really bad bloating. Um, they can have issues with sleep, lethargy, obviously, and their performance, obviously, as well. 
Red S is very common in both athletes and the general active population. A study found that 45% of surveyed everyday exercises had risk factors for low energy availability. You know, I think that the social media plays a massive role in that the recreational exerciser, but also for the elite guys as well, that they have to look a certain way and that a sports person should be lean, should be ripped, and the recreational exerciser should be that way. And so there's this huge pressure and there's so much information and misinformation out there about how you should be fueling and what you should be eating, um, that it's so easy for people to get into that kind of mindset of like, oh, I need to train really hard, but not eat. It tends to be, we tend to see a greater prevalence of it in endurance sports. So you're running, you're cycling, triathletes, Ironman, that kind of thing. Those that are expending very, very large amounts of energy um, and having difficulty actually being able to meet it. We also see it in those weight sensitive and athletic sports. Um, so again, cycling, track cycling, rowing, um, diving, gymnastics, anything like that, where again, their body um, is on show as well um, can be. I was having a chat the other day, actually, that he had um, suffered from it because he said the pressure that you feel standing up there in nothing but a pair of budgie smugglers in the whole world looking at you, um, you know, really got to him. And his was, he started really restricting his food um, and really suffered and ended up with um, a stress fracture in his um, L-spine. But it seems rather obvious that exercising heavily while not eating much would be detrimental to your health, right? But it also seems rather obvious that, given the chance, people would prefer to just order rental movies from their home whenever they wanted to instead of driving to Blockbuster. So why didn't Blockbuster buy Netflix for essentially pocket change? And why won't athletes realise that they're in Red S? you know, elite athletes and people that kind of get themselves um, into low energy availability is they're sort of so stuck in the weeds of like, I can't, you know, I need to exercise, I can't eat, I need to exercise, I can't eat, I have to have this massive deficit because that's how I, that's what everybody else is doing. But when it's actually laid out to them to see how big that deficit is and then what that deficit is actually doing to them and saying, you're in here telling me you haven't had a period and you your gut's all over the place and you feel like rubbish, you know, your energy expenditure's through the roof, you're barely eating enough to survive. Why do you, of course this is what's happening. And it's kind of like when they get it laid out in a, on a piece of paper or so blatantly in front of them, they can't ignore it anymore. And it's like, oh gosh, yeah, hang on. And what we have found through our research is that this tends to be a bit of a light bulb moment for them, that they actually could start to understand of like, Oh, so you mean I'm burning three, four thousand calories and I'm only eating 1500? Gosh, no wonder I feel like absolute rubbish. Penny's research is looking at how these weeds can be whacked away to help athletes of all ranges realize that their extreme activity paired with limited or inefficient eating can cause life changing harm. That we work with them to increase their energy intake. Now, this can be hard for a number of reasons. Um, one, the appetite suppressing effects of exercise, um, that you down, your, your appetite is downregulated. The sheer volume of food that you need to eat can be really quite hard, um, especially if you're um, of the mindset where you um, want to eat as healthily and as clean as possible. Um, an athlete's diet, ironically, is generally not um, particularly healthy because 
in, in the truest sense of the word, because for them to actually get the amount of fuel in, they would be sitting there chomping through broccoli and you know sweet potato for, for days and days and days and still not even hit it. So it can be quite challenging for those that are quite on the, the sort of clean eating side to realize that they can't actually continue to clean eat if they want to continue to um, to exercise in the same way that they have to eat some more energy dense food. And so what our research is, we're working with a sports dietitian, um, Dane Baker, who's a guest lecturer at Otago, but he also has worked for High Performance um, Support New Zealand. He works at um, Axis Sports Medicine Clinic, and they have a dedicated Red S clinic that is specifically for anybody that has um, Red S. Um, And what he does is he takes them through a very, very prescriptive sort of consultation where he gives them an education on how much they're eating how much they're using and how much they actually need so it's kind of like looking a bit like a bit of a battery that this is how much you actually need you're not eating enough so you're sitting in the red we need to get you into the green we need to charge you up so we need to get you to eat more and so he basically takes them through an education process and getting them to understand actually what their energy balance is we wanted to know what is it in that plan what is it in that consultation that acts as the light bulb moment for them because what dane was seeing was like some would click onto it and go got it straight away and others would really struggle and so what we did is we surveyed um a number of his ex-patients to see what it was that they found about his consultation and the actual implementing the plan what was easy what was hard um how much did they implement and how much didn't they implement? What we were, what we've sort of come out from that is that this education piece is really important. It's kind of like they need to connect the dots to allow themselves to enter into that recovery stage. They kind of need to understand the why they need to eat more. And in that sense, it kind of gives them permission to eat more because they understand that, you know, their intake is on the floor, their expenditure is through the roof. They need to find a, a middle ground. Blockbuster was offered the opportunity to buy Netflix for only $50 million. To Blockbuster, that was pocket change at the time. So the problem wasn't that they couldn't afford Netflix, they just didn't see any reason as to why they would bother buying it. The same goes for athletes. Red S can easily be prevented. But athletes must first understand the bigger picture so that they can take the steps to do so. The athletes of today are lucky to have Penny in their corner. Blockbuster could have used a penny.